This is Keeping Current with Wayne Potter. Welcome to Keeping Current, the weekly current affairs program with your host, Wayne Potter. Welcome to the Keeping Current show. This is Wayne Potter, your host. This is the place where we talk about the ideas, issues, and trends that shape our everyday life. Right now, in 2021, in the United States of America, it's truly a worker's world, and so many opportunities are available. This series is all about jobs, as we explore what is so great about having a particular job or being in various professions. I got the idea when I received a notice from a local manufacturing plant that was looking for workers. They offered training, a signing bonus, and about seven different benefits, several of those benefits I never received while working at jobs before COVID. Clearly, something has changed. What is your current job or profession? What interests you more? Would you like to change jobs and move to a new line of work? This is your time to consider what is available out there in the world and make a change for yourself for the better. Today we'll be finding out what's so great about being a dental hygienist. It does not require a four-year degree, it pays very well, and it can have flexible hours and is high-tech. Today we're interviewing Carrie Schertz, and Carrie Schertz is my most favorite ever dental hygienist. She is the best. You should be so lucky to get Carrie as your dental hygienist. You are so sweet. (laughs) And I wanted to... um, ask her the really the main question is what's so great about being a dental hygienist and to start out when did you first think that you would be a dental dental hygienist or had the idea of that occupation well it actually started when i had braces and i remember laying there while my orthodontist was changing my elastic bands and thinking Well, he has a nice car and he owns his own business. And what he's doing right now seems really easy. And then I realized that there's some math and some physics involved with that. And I wasn't interested in ortho anymore. So I knew I wanted to go into healthcare when I was in high school. uh, I dabbled in a nurse assisting class and then realized I didn't like dealing with all of the body. And they had a dental assisting class in high school. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try that out. And um, you know what? It was really fun making temporary crowns and learning about teeth. And I knew that dental hygienists made a decent income. Um, But she actually, my, my teacher, she was a dental hygienist at the time. And she said that, uh, dental hygiene was tedious and boring. So I actually pushed the pause button on moving forward with that because I didn't want a tedious and boring job. But now that I'm in the industry, which I have been for 15 years, I've been a hygienist for 15 years. I started out in dentistry for over 20. I think that her attitude was really poor. There is nothing tedious and boring about it. There's always something new to learn. 
there's always new technology. And I think one of the reasons I think dental hygiene is so great is because you get to meet so many people and make a difference in their life. The mouth is a small part of our bodies, but it makes such a profound difference on the health of our overall bodies. And it is really fun to be able to be a little detector, detective, problem solving, the tweak of someone's toothbrush or adding in a tool that makes such a huge difference on how much inflammation you see. So I- What kind of education do you have to have in order to be a dental hygienist? So you really only need an associate's degree, Pam. So you go through prerequisites, which usually take people a couple years. And then your dental hygiene program is uh, uh, two years of an intense study. So it is a pretty serious program. Some people go on to get a bachelor's degree and other people go on to get a master's degree. But I never, I went to a community college. I think I probably spent about $20,000 on my education. And you don't really need anything higher than a bachelor's degree in order to start working. And so it's actually a a relatively short uh, education with a great payoff. And then I also wanted to know, what high-tech equipment do you use every day? Well, I work for a really progressive office. New Smiles loves new technology. And uh, one of the newest things that we have, and some people may have experienced this at their own dentist, is instead of those ooey gooey trays for impressions. Have you ever had one of those before? Yes, I've had those. (laughs) They taste horrible. There's goo everywhere. It makes people gag. Now they have a digital scanner. It's a, uh, it takes thousands of tiny little pictures of people's teeth. So instead of us taking an actual impression, we're really making a digital impression on the computer. So it's a 360, uh, we can move around the image on the computer screen. We send it off to a lab and they 3D print out someone's tooth model and they can make a night guard off of it. They can make a retainer off of it. The doctors use that to make a stent, which helps them to properly place an implant. And so there's a lot of 3D printing in um in dentistry right now. The other thing that is really big that our office has really enjoyed over the years is a digital sensor. So if you remember the old cardboard x-rays, people did not like the way they stuck into their gums. And for us on our end, we'd have to go into a room with chemicals and feed them through a machine that sometimes caused problems. Now we use a digital sensor that's hooked up to the computer and I instantly can see if I got what I wanted. So, and then how do you, how do you learn to use the equipment? Do you um, go to training or how do you Every time a new piece of high-tech equipment comes, how do you learn how to use that? 
So usually that kind of training is done on the job. Um, historically, our office, we usually take about four hours once a month to do training on things, talk about things that are important, help us do better. And so all the uh, new technology I have learned in the office I work for because they are choosing to purchase that and then we need to learn how to use it. But we also do a lot of continuing uh, education and you can learn how to do uh, new things by um, signing up for these continuing education courses. And then to be a dental hygienist, do you have to be licensed? Yes, you have to be a licensed uh, registered dental hygienist. So every two years in order for us to renew our license, we have to uh, have, I think it's now, it's 22 continuing credit hours. Every state is different and we have to have uh, medical emergencies and uh, nitrous and there's a whole list of categories, but you cannot work and have a license um, without being registered. And then if you want to have a added on to your license to do local anesthetics, you can. So to be able to get people numb in order to do nitrous oxide, you have to be licensed for that. Uh, and so th there's a lot of different subcategories that people can do. Oregon right now, dental hygienists can actually have their restorative license, which means the doctor can prep the tooth, drill out the cavity, and the dental hygienist can actually place the filling. Oh, so awesome. I would have to, I, that's something I'm actually interested in because I want to be progressive. I want to continue to learn, but I would have to go and take a um, either a two week long course or something over the weekends to get licensed for that. And um, Carrie, when the, person comes out of school and then they have the training and then they get licensed how much money can a person just out of, just out of school getting licensed how much can they look forward to making as a dental hygienist sure so again every state is really different washington state tends to pay a little bit more than oregon does but i graduated in utah and I would make more money out here in Oregon than I would in Utah. So probably the average wage in Oregon is about like $86,000. You're probably gonna start out maybe around the high 70s. It really depends on where you work, where you choose to work. And then as you become more established in your career and you learn how to do more things, then uh, you can advocate for yourself and earn a higher living. But I know there's some people out there that are making over $100,000 doing what I do every day. Oh. So there's a huge range there, Pam, but probably the average is about $86,000. And now um, you're a mom and you have two wonderful children and a husband and you live in a house and how do you, um, what kind of flexibility can people going into that industry think of having for their job, for their hours, for their family, sure. work life? You know what? That's a great question. I think one of the most appealing things for dental hygiene is the tremendous amount of flexibility you have. 
So when I first started out as a hygienist, we knew we wanted to move to a different state. I worked full time through temporary agencies for nine months while I waited for us to move. Then I moved to Oregon and was very choosy. I was very picky on who I wanted to work for. I didn't have, no one told me what to do. I decided which day I wanted to work, which day I didn't want to work. I made a decent money doing it. Um, I know a gal who uh, she goes around to the dental offices in her area. She gives them her resume. She says, these are the days that I'm available. And she's made a very good living, not even going through a temporary agency. You can work one day a week. You can work six days a week. You can advocate for yourself to work half of a day. And so it is tremendously flexible on what you want to do. So it's, and I've worked full-time my entire career, but it has given me a lot of flexibility with my family. And I have been the primary breadwinner of my family and I owe hygiene um, a lot for that. So it's been a wonderful career. I can't say anything more about that. And right now we need people, Pam. We got an email from the Oregon Board of Dentistry saying that there's a thousand hygienists who have not renewed their license. And they're supposed to do that by the 30th of this month. So in about a week. Oh my gosh, that, that was actually one of my last questions, but we'll move it forward. So how has COVID-19 affected your work and the work of dental hygienists? So there are a lot of people that have chosen to retire right now. There are a lot of people that are not ready to go back to the workforce. I think nationwide there is a dental hygiene shortage, but I've worked the entire time through this pandemic. And honestly, dental offices is not where the virus is spreading. We're not seeing that spread in, in dental offices. One, because we already have a really high standard of care. We have universal precautions, which means we are supposed to wear gloves. When we're working in people's mouths, we wash our hands, we wear eye, eyewear. The, I know an epidemiologist who said the only place that it's spreading is at the South where they're not using proper PPE. So their gloves and their glasses and their lab jackets. So I actually feel like coming to the dentist and working in my job is one of the safest places to be, but it has affected the job market in a very, very big way. So it might be in a couple of years, we see some of these retired hygienists want to come back, but it is surprising that they're not renewing their license because you have to go through a lot of work to renew it again. So, <laughs> and, and then what is your... What is your typical day like at your office? What's so your typical day. You bet. So most dental offices work 10, four 10 hour uh, shifts. And so we'll usually start about a half an hour in the morning, reviewing our patients, looking through notes. Most offices have a little uh, morning meeting to talk about the schedule most patients are an hour long. So we usually see four patients in the morning and four patients in the afternoon, unless we have a new patient coming in 
our office usually does two hour appointments for that. So, and then we're usually working into our lunch a little bit and we're working past five o'clock because we're doing notes and healthcare in general is really never predictable. So most patients will go over an hour sometimes and um, you just have to accommodate. So, but usually you get a day off during the week. And so that's how our days go. Dentistry, it can some, I think healthcare in general, Pam can be a little chaotic when you're working with people because you don't know when they're gonna be a few minutes late because that few minutes late can affect the next three hours of your morning. Um, or if you have someone who comes in that has a toothache, then you need to help um, you know, uh, deal with that. So patients are taken care of, but most things work out very well and you get very good at multitasking and problem solving through your day. So. <laughs> and um, Carrie, what is the, what, what do you like best about your job, about your work? Probably the number one thing that I love the most is, is uh, uh, oral hygiene instruction. I know maybe that sounds really silly, but it's, it's so fun for me. My natural high of my job is finding something in the mouth that uh, let's say someone comes in and they've got some inflammation of their gums. And I know I can give them a tool and give them some instruction and when they come back to see me in six months, if they follow what I say, it will look better. And then I see someone back in six months and I look at their gums and I say, yes, this is looking better or no, something's changed. And um, being able to show people how to do a better job and then seeing that follow through is, is exciting for me. It's fun for me. It, makes me feel like what I do is worthwhile and patients are grateful for it. And that is the most, that's the funnest thing about my day, which might sound very strange, but I love the oral hygiene instruction. I love teaching people things. Well, I'll tell you, I've learned a lot from you. So just <laughs> from the angle of my toothbrush and yeah. how to take care of the flossing and I have really learned a lot from you. That is very true. You do a really good job at that. Well, thank you so much. We'll see you follow through. And then it's very exciting for me. I get excited about that. It's fun. And um, what, what would you say to younger people that are considering being a dental hygienist or just considering the careers that lie in front of them? What would, what would you say to them about choosing a career? You know what, I think at the end of the day, you have to choose something that you really love. But honestly, you know what, Pam, I never thought to myself, I love the mouth. I love teeth. I think whatever job you end up choosing to do, you have to find a passion somehow. You have to make a decision. Okay, this is how I'm going to get passionate about what I'm doing in my job currently. Even if even if sometimes people go into a profession and it might not be something they love, you find a way to love it. You choose to be passionate about what you do. And maybe that's what I did with teeth. I knew I wanted to make decent money. I knew I wanted to be in healthcare. And then I took that oral hygiene instruction that I really loved and I revolved my day around something like that. 
So dental hygiene, I don't know if you can go wrong. You can support a family on it. You can choose your own hours. And it's always going to be a career that people need. People will always need their teeth to be taken care of. You, a machine can't do that. That's for good sure. job security. That is for sure. <laughs> Carrie, I tell you, Carrie, it's just awesome to be with you and to hear about your work and how excited and passionate you are about your work. So thank well, you very, very much for doing this. I really appreciate it. I am flattered that you wanted to speak with me and I appreciate you uh, putting me on your program. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> this has been another edition of Keeping Current with Wayne Potter. Wayne Potter.